Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney joined by Will. Hey. And today uh, we are skipping ahead and, jo- and enjoying our one year anniversary of the Video Games Now podcast. We started on February 3rd, 2018. And uh, we're going to answer some questions. Just the one question by uh, a gentleman named Eric on our Facebook page. Uh, hello, Eric. I'm sure you're listening. And uh, he's asked us a bunch of questions, so uh, we'll answer those. And uh, we're also going to talk about Anthem, because we decided to uh, play the beta on the weekend, and it was a lot of fun. Definitely. Can't wait for uh, to play it more. Yeah, and uh, all right, all that is coming up right now. Right now. All right, and uh, for next week, guys, super cool podcast coming up. Uh, we're going to be uh, on a on a show with uh, two guys from YouTube. They go uh, by JT Music, and they sound like this. So uh, that song's called uh, "We Don't Bite," and it's a Resident Evil rap. So these guys are really uh, uh, they have a lot of music videos out. That they have on YouTube, it's for uh, they've been doing it for like ten years. I think they were saying, "Will right?" Yeah, a decade. Uh, they started in two thousand and eight, just as a way to uh, stay together. As one of them moved away, and they've been friends since they were uh, kids. So yeah, check them out. JT Music on YouTube. They have uh, two point six million subscribers, and uh, they're going to join us on the show next week, February third, on our anniversary date. And uh, that's not one you want to miss. All right, so uh, why don't we uh, move on here to our anthem? Uh, playthrough so why don't we talk about our playthrough of anthem and uh and then we'll move on to uh the changes and stuff that bioware has kind of uh made public now, do we do we want to start with the good do we want to start with the bad do we want to start with the in-between well let's just where lay, are we going let's just lay it out here this is a beta it obviously is not the finished game so there was a lot of bugs and a lot of uh things that made the beta uh annoying crash? yeah <laughs> crash or whatever so you kind of take that with a grain of salt, and you just kind of play the game for what it is, and expect it at launch as well. They they have to learn from their mistakes to make a game better. Yeah, we so, know that. Yeah. So why don't we just start with the with the main bugs that we encountered? We encountered the infinite loading screen a lot. And yeah, that that one that one hurt. Like, yeah. So that, close the game, reopen it. Doesn't work. Close the game, reopen it. Ugh. Yeah, it was super annoying. So basically, we would hit a loading screen, and it would start loading. It would have the icons for, you know, the loading, whatever. And then... They were it, like triangles, it, weren't they? Yeah, the triangles. They would just disappear, and then we would just be forever looking at whatever graphic they had there on the loading screen. And then I hear Will like, oh, I'm in. I'm playing. And then I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm on this fucking loading screen. So that was... <laughs> 
That was annoying. Um, but uh, apparently they're, they've fixed that already or something. So the uh, open beta next weekend should be a little bit less uh, infinite loading glitchy. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'll see Rodney won't be around. He's going to be uh, leaving us for a couple weeks. So bye, Rodney. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll try to give a, a play the open beta again. And then when he gets back or maybe even on the website, I'll give a bit of a in-depth or a little more of a review, see what they fixed, what they didn't, what needs to be done. Yeah. And uh, don't, don't think that we're uh, clearing up our content here while I'm gone. Uh, we, we're uh, recording a bunch of... Uh, podcast this week uh, just to schedule oh, yeah. to release for you guys while i'm away we got good stuff coming for you especially and the return of mark and if he doesn't return well then mark's dead to us yeah i, to- I already told mark i'm gonna beat him up if he doesn't uh if he doesn't <laughs> show up i'll beat him up and i'll get my 300 dollars he owes me I- i'd pay just to see that but i still think mark would win sorry rodney <laughs> no i would i would make sure mark would lose i'd like throw sand in his face or something but um, oh i thought he would be the dirty fighter no, I, I I actually am like total like gentleman fighter like all all fists no bullshit. But yeah, I think oh, okay. I think I think I, I picture him. He's gonna he'd probably be dirty. Yeah, he'd probably like puke on me or something. Um. Anyways, I'd, so I'd worry more about your balls. No, nah, I'll wear a cup. Uh, I'll, I'll put my <laughs> my hockey jock on. It'll be good. <laughs> wow, that's preparing for a fight if I've ever seen it. And I'll I'll put some fucking spike fucking spikes on it. So when he kicks it, he gets a nice silver <laughs> spike in the foot. Oh man! All right. Any, um, actually, it's uh, funny because uh, we posted a uh, question uh, uh, Q and A kind of thing on our on our Facebook page, and uh, Eric got back to us. And his first question is actually, uh, "What's your favorite system of all time?" And he put in brackets, "No, Mark can't pick the PS4." So fuck you, Mark. <laughs> this is a tough one for uh, like, you know, we'll go back and forth to our questionnaire. But like for you, what do you think was your favorite console of all time? You know what? I might. I might pick the 64. Like, the Switch is obviously the best fucking thing ever. Yeah. But the the 64 is the one that hit me so fucking hard in the childhood that I think that I have to pick the 64. Now, see, for me, like, I, I really dig the 64. That was a huge jump for uh, gaming. But I did have an NES. I had the SNES, like, the SNES, you know. So for me, it's definitely going to have to be between the 64 and this one's kind of a different way, but the Game Boy. The Game Boy was revolutionary. Now you have a big Game Boy. (laughs) That is true. But no, actually, I still think the original (laughs) Game Boy was bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can fit the Switch in your pocket, but not the original Game Boy. Yeah, like, I remember having the carrying bag for that, and it felt like a camera bag from now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The battery was huge. Like, did you have a Game Boy? I didn't have the original. I I actually didn't even have a color. Then the first Game Boy I owned was the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, you didn't even have the Game Boy Advance. I know. I, like, poached off my friends for so long. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, I'm, like, a kid. I can't fucking afford this shit. So, and my parents are like, we're not buying you video games because that's all you do. I'm like, well, yeah. My parents were kind of cool with it as long as I still did ho- homework, housework, you know. Couldn't just play video games. But I remember getting the Game Boy, not at launch, but it was like a, you know, it was already out. And it was a Christmas, I think, gift. And I opened it. The box was like the size of like a, a console box now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. I can play video games on the go. Well, Yes and no. 
the battery didn't last very long, so you had to be constantly plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the Game Boy Advance SP for me, like when I I got that for Christmas one year, my brother and I, and fuck, yeah. we were like, like freaking out. Like I'm sure you've seen that YouTube video of that kid who got the 64, and he was just like, oh my god, and he's like flipping. Oh, that out. was me when I got my 64, because I I asked my parents <laughs> for it, and my mom flat out lied to me. She's like, no, you can't get it. I'm sorry, it's too expensive. Yeah, I always had a good. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. And literally. Uh, I kind of saw her bring it in, but it was already wrapped, and I was like, oh, that's a big gift. But she was such a, like, I hate to say this about my mom, because she has passed away, but I love you, mom. She was such a bitch about it. She was so mean. Like, literally, I saw the box. It was wrapped. I was like, that's the size of the N64. I'm getting it. You know what she did? She had, like, another box about the same size <laughs> with clothes. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, that's fucking Oh, good. it hurt. It wasn't until, like, after we already opened the gifts that she walks away, comes back from her bedroom in the closet, and pulls out the big box. And I was like, ah, oh, I love you, but I still hate you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You open the big box, and there's, like, seven pairs of socks. Yeah. My, <laughs> um, my mom did creative shit like that, too. She would, um... One year, one year she gave me this like super big box, and I opened it, and inside it was another box. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I opened this other box, and there's like a um, what do you call it? Um, a cereal box inside that box. I'm like, oh wow, okay. So I pull it out, and it's like a wrapped up like towel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I unwrap the towel, and then there's a sock, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I reach in the sock, and it's a fucking iPod. I'm like. Dude, the level of fucking... Uh. <laughs> like, your heart just broke every time you got through a layer, right? Yeah, I'm like, I got a towel, I got a sock? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> By the time you got to the iPod, like, the your excitement's already, like, gone. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> the excitement equals the disappointment. So it's like, yeah. cool. Got an iPod. Parents don't think that shit through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they break their kid's heart before they even get to the gift. I, I've, I've seen um, people... Uh, post stuff on Facebook like just before Christmas they're like yeah uh, a good way to keep your kids in line is to like wrap like just empty boxes and then put them under the tree and then when they misbehave you just throw it in the fire oh wow <laughs> fucking savage but anyways but yeah so like I said for me N64 and Game Boy for you definitely the N64 yeah I would say the N64 I, I've probably put more hours into the N64 than I have in any other like Console? thing in my entire life mm. I played the 64 every fucking day from like when I got it when I was whatever I was 7 till I got a Wii when I in 2006 so that was like pretty well 10 I, I, years for console I would definitely say I played my N64 the most but if we're talking overall I think my DS or whatnot probably beat it because my DS was always on me yeah I even took it to a school, you know, during, like, uh, what is it? Uh, spring break? Not spring break. School. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're like what we'd call coffee break, but, like, you know, like your first oh, little break. It's been a while since I've been in school, guys. <laughs> um, there was, like, pro D days. Yeah, but I'm talking, like, you know, before lunch, you have that little quick break. Oh, recess? <laughs> recess. There we go. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I'd play it during recess and lunch, right? So... 
even in high school, like my DS was getting some play because it what it came out in the 2005. Yeah, the DS, I think. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. 2004, I think, is actually four. So more, like, yeah, yeah it, it was on me constantly. So I would have to say my DS probably is my most played item of all time for sure um anyways we should probably go back to anthem oh yeah um, a little off topic but we're gonna move around yeah we'll move around for sure so anthem so yeah the the biggest bug obviously was the infinite loading glitch um will and i, I don't think so i don't think so man <laughs> no we encountered that one the most i would say like one in every three matches we hit an infinite loading screen True, but I could deal with that. The rubber banding is what killed me. Yeah, that was what I was going to move on to next. So there oh. was, uh, we played one game with our friend Ian from the East Coast, and um, the you could also call it lag, but um, <laughs> basically rubber banding. If you don't know what it is, I just learned this today. Holy shit, I'm not a gamer. Uh, but it's when you move forward, and then the the server and your host console aren't on the same page, so when they do sync up again, um, it launches you basically backwards. So like you're basically like teleporting backwards in space, and it's super fucking annoying. And, it, and, and during a boss fight, it is like the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. So Will and I and uh, Ian were basically stuck fighting a boss and like rubber banding like to the fucking moon and back. It was just absolutely <laughs> retarded. You couldn't damage the enemies. They'd still shoot you, and then all of a sudden they just die because then all the damage they took just all of a sudden took effect. And then I try to revive Rodney, or he try to revive me, and he's standing in front of me. And next thing you know, he's like twenty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get revived, and then I rubber band twenty feet to the side, and then die. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rough. Yeah. So that was like an hour of our life. We'll never get back. <laughs> yeah, a, that for, fight shouldn't have taken that long. Yeah, for a boss fight, that should, would have been like ten minutes, maybe. <laughs> Could barely do damage. Can't like always dying. Yeah, <laughs> hide behind a rock. Yeah. So there apparently was a lot of uh, login uh, issues with the server and stuff, but I didn't encounter any, and neither did you. I'm pretty sure that was more the Friday, from what I saw. A lot of uh, there's a what was it? The server cannot connect message, or what was yeah, it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So just on um, we're just talking about what the what the um. Uh, Bioware is going to fix and then we'll move on to like what we actually thought of the game um, itself so uh, I'm on IGN right now Bioware details Anthem changes fixes uh, after VIP demo uh, we have following last weekend's VIP demo of Anthem Bioware has detailed changes and fixes that are coming to its open demo this weekend in an official blog post Bioware's head of live service Chad Robertson Made note of the changes and fixes after admitting that the VIP demo got off on a rocky start. The list of issues that were addressed during the VIP demo or are being addressed ber during or before the open demo begins includes... That makes no sense. Anyways. Um, entitlement bug fixes, server performance updates addressing rubber banding issues, fixes for the infinite loads and more being investigated, platform bugs to validate javelin unlocks are being squashed, client and platform login bugs are also being looked at. Bioware says doing more scale Bioware says it's doing more scale testing this week to prefer for the open demo coming Friday, February first. Claims Very the, smart. Yes. The it claims the infinite loading problems encountered in the VIP demo have been improved and that the full game coming soon after uh, has a long list of fixes that won't be part of the public demo. Including weapons with zero percent infusions, weapons with bonuses that apply to different javelins, plot integrity, and party gathering issues. Yeah, we we encountered that actually um, at, at, when we were in free play. We were in a squad, but I couldn't see. There was no UI of yeah, where you guys were. Yeah, it just disappeared at times. Yeah. 
Um, where was I? Uh, uh, it's going to improve in performance, uh, improvements, stability fixes, and introduction of the launch base, social hub, and more. That's oh, Okay, if that's launching this Friday, then you should uh, let me know how that is. Yeah, I definitely plan on playing Friday after work. I'm going to play Saturday and probably a bit of Sunday. Nice. Bioware says that there's nearly there was nearly 9 million hours of play across the 2.5 days the demo was open. Over 1 million strongholds were completed that nearly 2 million or and that nearly 2 million harmless gabbit creatures were slaughtered in cold blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just read that myself. Yeah, I, I definitely killed like two. So. I killed quite a few. I, I felt a little bad too cuz they're just like harmless little rabbit type monsters, so Yeah. Literally like doing nothing. And I'm I, a savage motherfucker. <laughs> The issues that hit Anthem VIP demo were widespread, but were reportedly mostly fixed by the time the three days had concluded. Players encountered infinite loading screens and EA expanded server capacity uh, soon after the demo launched. Later, Bioware General Manager Casey Hudson wrote, Turns out to not be a server capacity issue seems to be a different issue that didn't come up in previous scale testing. So it sounds uh, like they're all over everything that's happening. They want this game to not be Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Definitely, though, when you think about it, though, if nearly 9 million hours of play across 2.5 days, like, they weren't ready for how many people played. Yeah, and this is pretty well a fucking open demo as it was. Like, yeah, you know, because um, we played with Ian, he hasn't even pre-ordered the game, and you're not even supposed to be allowed to play the, yeah. uh, the demo if you didn't pre-order the game. So lots of people probably got in just to try. Yeah, and they without got even attempting, all they had to do was search that Anthem demo on the store, and it probably let them. Honestly, that's probably why they had server issues. But I mean, it's it better. Uh, it was probably better that it happened last weekend rather than next weekend. Oh, definitely. So it'll. We'll have to see. Like I said, we'll see what they actually manage to fix and uh, what breaks this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> but I think people who didn't pre-order the game but played the demo um, don't get the beta patch or whatever. Um, I'm. Not what do you mean the beta patch? Well, like you, the, you, the skin? Yeah, the skin or whatever. Yeah, yeah that you have to play the VIP demo. But oh, okay, it, I see. So we're going to get like an exclusive color or skin. I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. Game comes out it February better, 22nd. It better be fucking blowing my mind. Yeah. Yeah, all right. We'll see what happens that weekend. Uh, apparently, I'm supposed to go to a party, but I already told Mark I may bail because this is Anthem. <laughs> is that next weekend? No, on the 22nd. Oh, yeah, I'm going to that party. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, let's get back. Let's get into our gameplay now. I really enjoyed the demo. Yeah, like... I don't even know how to, like, kind of describe uh, the mechanics. Because every suit's different. But the main one that you play as, the Ranger... I, I was already, just by the time I started playing as a Ranger impressed by the game yeah the uh it, the best mechanic in that entire game is the flying mechanic but you're basically flying around like fucking iron man and it it was so good it was it was so fluent and it felt so natural to fly around everywhere and and it was very responsive to your controls and you, like you didn't they didn't even have a tutorial on like here's how you fly like once you figured out how to enter flight mode you were good we were good yeah you just had to pay attention as which I'm happy with. You can't fly forever. You will overheat. There's different ways of getting around that. You just jump back to the ground for a couple seconds. Your overheat bar will get go down or fly near water and you'll uh, deheat. Well, it doesn't deheat you it, it um, mm -hmm. or cool you, I guess is the correct 
fucking term. Um, but it it just stops your stops you from heating up more. It but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't like lower your your bar of heating or whatever. Um, mm. but what, so yeah, it sounds like that's stupid. Why do I have to jump on the ground and take, you know, two seconds to just reset? Trust me, if you overheat, then you're going, <laughs> you're going to be overheat for a while and you can't, um, I don't think you can spot dodge and you can't fly. And when you're no. like in life or death, like that's a big deal. <clears throat> the, the, as you were saying though, the dodging mechanics are really good too. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like that. Uh, we played on Xbox, so I could just press B, and I and with my joystick pointed in one direction, I would quickly dodge to that side. Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. So yeah, and the spot dodging, I guess, changes with the, each javelin because I played as the ranger, and I only had one spot dodge, but I changed and played as the interceptor, and I had three spot dodges before, like my suit had to take a break, I guess before I could spot dodge again. So yeah, I'd, the storm kept to, like, just one. Yeah. So the uh, the Interceptor was fucking boss. Um, basically, like, a ninja um, javelin. So Definitely close range, right? 100%. Yeah. So I have, like, basically in unlimited melees, whereas when I played as the ranger, I had a melee, and then I had a cooldown and before I could melee again, and same with the spot dodge. But with um, the javelin, like, if someone was attacking me, I can spot dodge three times and basically get behind them. And then well, just melee them to death. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's great. So yeah, the fighting felt really good too. Um, and the game, even in the beta stage, felt pretty balanced in terms of difficulty. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Like when we were doing the missions, not that like the the what was it called the trial or whatever the fucking stronghold one that we were the stronghold. Yeah. That one I don't think like we should have been a little more uh, high power to do, but later on when we came back it was a breeze well i know but even the first time we played we applied a little bit of uh you know strategy in terms of the two of us playing together oh, we had to like yeah I, I couldn't kill one of those uh, like the the more shielded enemies by myself like by the time i used all my abilities and my gun his shield was like already reload like respawning while yeah. i was like reloading yeah <laughs> so uh that actually was nice that we had to kind of work together to to uh get around that and yeah, the enemy. Yeah, the enemies are by themselves not very strong, but of course, as soon as they bring um, a different versatile or, uh, ver- <laughs> version of enemy, so they have like the shield, whatever the fuck they were called, the shield enemy, the enforcers. Yeah, so the big they, guys. Yeah, they'd yeah. come in and they'd they'd walk in the front and they'd have their shield up and they're basically protecting the rest of the troops. So, oh yeah, yeah. And they'd like change their abilities, like they'd shoot you at once, and if you got too close, all of a sudden the flamethrower would come out. Yeah. Oh, and you can also hover. We didn't mention that uh, for flying. You can also oh, hover yeah. in place, but that basically uses a lot of uh, your suit's ener- uh, heat, res- whatever the fuck. I Unless don't even know what to call a that. Storm, like what I played, and you can pretty much hover indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to like fly in, and then uh, you know you see something, and you can just hover for a second, pop a quick, a couple quick shots off, and then enter melee mode. And then if you're <laughs> the interceptor, he like freaking spirals down, and then like lands on them, and oh, it's so good. The interceptor felt so good for me because I was basically playing close range melee with the ranger Throughout anyway. The whole game, yeah, yeah. you were. So, um, what where else? I was playing still kind of soldier, and now with like the storm, I had to change a bit. I still use my gun, but not as much. It's more of my abilities. Like where the storm is basically AOE based. Yeah, I can take out mobs. Well, 
And my ultimate's still really good for bosses, but I'm kind of taking on that support role. Yep. So where you and the others would probably be doing heavy damage, I'd make sure no one would get in your way. Well, and that's where I like how each person would definitely have a role in the first in the full game. Yeah. Depending on what you're trying to attempt. When I was fighting with you, what I noticed was, yeah, you do that AOE damage, and then it was very easy to clean up. Oh yeah. You know, because you would you you'd hit a big huge area, and then I'd come in, and I'm so freaking quick, I just pump a shot, couple shotgun shots off, and then spot dodge quicker to uh, some more enemies, and then I would just like melee them to death. Yeah, so if we went back and did that big spider fight, which we did in uh, Rangers, which was our like the only boss I think that really is in the g- game for the demo. Yeah, we'll talk about its mechanics in a second. But when we played that, we played with uh, high level people, so they kind of carried us a bit. But if I we were to go back now and actually play our roles, where you would be very close range on the boss and whatnot, and I would be able to take care of all those spider ads. Yeah, um, I need to be dodging better too because I died a lot uh, being close range. But we also, you know, went in kind of not really anticipating the difficulty scale of fighting that many enemies and then also having three. And a boss. Yeah, and a boss plus having three to four like scout um, scars around. Like it just was crazy. Yeah. It was a great fight, though. Don't get get us wrong. Like, we thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, sure, we died a couple times, mainly because we got a little too close to the boss, and she just one-hit us, or he one-hit us. It was a spider. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A uh, couple, couple things to note from the demo, too. One is um, that we didn't have any access to the social hub at all. So you start in the social hub, and your guy fucking painfully walks slow, and the slowest you can imagine. Like, your guy, while he's in the armor, walks faster. Yeah. Um, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure, like, all the people on the on that cruise ship uh, that I was talking about a couple podcasts ago could fucking beat him <laughs> at speed. <laughs> yeah, like, it was excruciating. I really hope they fix that in the full game, because walking that slow, when you have to talk to one person, talk to another person... I, yeah, I it, hope they don't do that. It's definitely going to take away from the game. I hope you don't have to talk to one person and then run across the fucking social hub and talk to the other person like that. I hate that shit. Just, just I bet you you are. Oh, right? Just give me the shit. Just, just get <laughs> one person. Give me all the information I need and then I'll go be on my way. Yeah. So, yeah. But another great thing, though, like we talked about earlier today while we were um, at work is I really like how the armor alone is just cosmetic. Yeah. It doesn't have a significant value, at least from not what I know. I I noticed your your ranking or your rating. I don't know. I guess in Destiny that would be your light level. Only went up with your gear and your weapons. Yeah, but then you had a stupid outfit that you didn't want to wear just to be the strongest you could be. Yes, in Destiny, and same with like Warframe and stuff like that. But in this game, it looks like your armor is just cosmetic, so you can make your character look how you want. But you have to get those like at least for the storm. I had frost crystals, which would be my or my ability, and I had to get a higher version of what I already had. So if this yeah. was like uh, ten damage to go higher, I'd get like a fourteen or a sixteen, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's there's two things I really like um, about the progression system in this game, and I was telling Mark this earlier. So the first one is that it's kind of made grinding somewhat unnecessary. 
in a way. But fun. But, but fun. Yeah, but fun. So when you're doing a mission, it doesn't like I'm I think I can't remember Destiny, I played it so long ago, but when you went out in Destiny and you killed like a fucking, you know, you bot of some bar. some boot yeah, you had an XP bar and you killed a bot thing and it's like, oh you get ten XP because you killed the bot thing. Um, yeah, this game doesn't have that. You don't go out and you don't, you know, keep killing bot things and getting 10% or 10 uh, XP every time you kill them. You, um, you go out and you do the mission and you're focused on doing the mission. You're not sidetracking to get more experience and, and finding other freaking things or whatever. You just go and you do the mission with your team. And then when you finish the mission, you go back to the social hub and then it says, hey, you know, you did all these things, you get this much experience, and then, then your XP also bar the goes medals, up. the medals. Yeah, the medals. You know, during a mission, it'd be like, oh, you have a gear master, because I used um, my gear ability, like, multiple times. Yeah, and the other great the other great thing about this, too, is you also get, don't get any, don't get your loot rewards until this point. So that's really good, too, because when you're in the game and you get better loot, it's like, oh, stand by team while I fucking open my yeah. start menu and, and regack my dude. And you now, can't do that, like, which is awesome. Yeah. So, oh, it's, You can see you pick up the loot, just like Destiny. It works kind of like Eng Engrams. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have, like, you have your normal gray color. You've got your blue. The, the or, rare. No, there's green. There's green. There's there was common. gray, green, blue. And then I haven't seen any, but I, from what I saw, because I looked into, uh, there's a crafting menu as well. Uh, Epic is one of them. Yeah, it's and like that's that kind purple. of. It's that kind of standard. They had com, common, uncommon, rare, and epic. Epic, yeah. Which I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're following the way of other games. Purple, sure, they're showing, but I bet you there's going to be orange later on, which will be like legendary, Le legendary. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, that's cool. And so yeah, I really like that mechanic, and I like that the game basically forces you to work together. You know, like you can go in and try to solo all this stuff, but it's 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 hard to do by yourself. It's really hard to do by yourself. You need the support of your team to you know flank on one side and uh, you know take out a scout or you know the other three guys are distracting the turret while the other guy flies around and hits the weak spot and, and destroys it right so I mean, definitely I, yeah. you got to split up do do what your role is for and uh, I'm trying to think of the word I kind of want but um, fulfill um, fulfill your destiny well that sounds a little but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically yeah fill fill the role that you're playing yeah if you're a tank or like playing as the tank role trying to take all the damage keep the ads off people you know you're gonna be like okay i'm gonna head i'm gonna move forward bring everyone to me you make sure you take them out or yeah. if there's like a, like you said um a turret be like okay i'm gonna distract the turret you get around yeah so there's a lot of uh, RPG elements in this game that have been like basically fine-tuned. Like I was saying earlier, the uh, the you don't you can't tweak your gear in you know while you're out and about and all that nonsense. So that's really good. I, I really enjoy that. Um, you can find chests and world events and free play, so that was cool. But I'm sure there'll be a lot more when the game's actually released. And the other thing I wanted to get into, Will, was how much content do you think is going to be in the game at launch because I, I feel like there's a lot of world out there and there's not going to be a lot filling it when it when the game launches I don't know I think from what we saw like if you open the map there's a lot more 
Yeah, they they kind of just ma- basically <laughs> um, instanced that one area on the map. Yeah, and then, because yeah. as soon as I went too far out of it, it always told me um, go back or I'll be teleported or uh, tell yeah teleported to the nearest uh, um, player. Yeah, or like fr- teammate. So yeah. it really stopped you from exploring too far into the game. Yeah, yeah. And they, they took out a lot of things. Like, if you're exploring the social hub and you try to click on something that's there, even though it's there, it says not available in the demo. Yeah. Which is excruciating like and very frustrating. Why don't we move on to the uh, customization of our javelins? So, um, obviously, right bes- there's obviously customization. That's the other thing I really liked about um, the, uh, this, de- uh, this game so far, too, is you can make your character look how you want it to look and you don't have to worry about like you were t- saying earlier uh, equipping the strongest gear in terms of yeah. your in terms of your uh, your armor armor and customization that way but your gun it's your guns that make you stronger yeah. so yeah your your guns and then uh, the other support things that you can put on your your javelin so you can you have your suits like support abilities so like for example you can fly longer before you overheat or you have a bigger ammo capacity, stuff like that, or you do more damage with heavy uh, pistols. Yeah, and uh, I, I reading earlier in, uh, in that article from IGN, they said that they're going to introduce uh, weapons with bonuses to, that apply to different javelins. So that's going to be yeah. interesting too. Uh, I'm really excited, but yeah, the customization—they didn't have a lot of paint color choice, but I'm sure that you can get more. No, they did. What you had to do is like the ones that you were showing—that was just the material for the paint. Oh. When you went to the, when it showed the color on the right side, like the far right, if you moved your cursor over there, it gave you a full paint palette. I see, because I basically just went full silver, like, That's chrome. what I, yeah, I saw that, and then I was trying to explain that. Uh, I kind of mentioned it to you when we were playing yesterday, yeah, but we didn't really have too much time. We just went into free roam, and then we had a couple other things we had to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a full paint color, uh, palette. You just basically, the first thing you're doing is you're choosing that material. So when you, you click it, it's like a metallic or like an opal or that, like you had the silver. But you could take that silver and go to like an orange or um, a red or a black okay. or whatnot. Okay, gotcha. Um, the, yeah, the other thing I noticed in the customization is they have gold. So there's probably going to be some sort of microtransaction bits in in this game where yeah you know, but i don't think it'll be for anything that'll pro, like progress you i think it'll be more cosmetics yeah yeah kind of like how destiny did it is you could spend money on that i don't even remember what it was called but uh, where you talk to that girl in the tower yep and uh, you'd get those like loot boxes that would give you like random items well they said there's no loot boxes in this so i could see you maybe just purchasing something that you know it's already there it's like oh this is gonna cost like two something you know and you know what you're paying for yeah yeah 100 percent. because they did confirm there is no loot boxes in anthem good fuck loot boxes. but there is microtransactions yes yeah <laughs> i'm sure but that i'm the- fine with that as long as i know what i'm paying for i'm cool yeah you make me buy a loot box and I have to like hope I'm getting something I want ooh you're dead to me Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to have an area in the social hub where you're going to be able to access like daily deals and stuff like that as well oh yeah and I bet you uh, just like all other games you know there's going to be daily quests daily or weekly quests stuff like that 
That, yeah, that keeps bringing people back. That keeps it fresh for everybody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's one thing Destiny did well. They had, always had daily and, and weekly challenges. Which always reset at midnight. So yeah. Was, yeah. It, was it midnight your time or Eastern time? I thought it was Eastern time because for us it was like 10, wasn't it? Because you played with me when we went back at it and we were playing pretty late times. Yeah, maybe. And then we kind of both just like got out of Destiny and then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll give it a shot for Destiny 2. And I, I did. I gave it a shot. I played, got max level, and that was about it because it just got a little too repetitive. And yep. I'm not going to take it away. Like, I usually do bash Destiny, but a lot of my friends told me as the expansions came out, Destiny 2 became a better game. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to bash it anymore because I haven't played it after that. But I have played the Anthem demo, and I'm very excited to see what the full game is going to offer me. Very, very excited. And uh, why don't we uh, change gears here, and let's uh, answer the next question here on Mr. Eric's list here. Okay, what do we got? We got, which game was the game that made you a gamer? Ooh. I got mine. I'll start. Okay, go. So, this is two stages. So... The first, the game that got me um, into games was the original Super Mario Bros. for the NES. And I, um, yeah, because I think I, I can't remember what podcast I told this story on, but um, I think my mom's, mom and dad's friend's kids got a SNES and then they like, here, have the old one. And then me, me and Cody, my brother, got one. Uh, got the NES, so we played the NES f- like religiously, and I played Super Mario the most, and I got so into it, I was like, every time I jumped, I like, moved the controller like it was a fucking Wii, like yeah, but anyways, so yeah I think Super Mario Bros. got me into gaming, but what really solidified the gamer in me was uh, Super Mario 64 100% Ooh. yeah, that's a good one I was <sighs> mine's kind of a funny story but it's definitely the SNES again because when the NES was out I was you know I wasn't even born it was already there it was my mom's she did play a bit of games right the SNES was more my console and it's gonna be funny but (laughs) even now I'm still a big fan of Scooby-Doo and I remember playing a a Scooby-Doo game for the SNES that must and have been, that I must got have been so into it that like I that was when I realized I'm a gamer and I could play games for hours on end. Interesting, Scooby Doo, eh? I would have never in a million years guessed that. No, I, I was a huge Scooby Doo fan. Like I've gone back and watched all the stuff, even from the like the early original Scooby Doo's. Like what was that? Early six, late sixties, seventies? Yeah. Somewhere around there, and you know, even now, I still watch the the cart animated movies when they come out. I've watched all of them. Okay, which you... you know, I'm I'm turning thirty this year, so you got to give me a bit of a break. But uh, I just love that kind of thing. Yeah. So, are you in tune with the social world right now? What the hell's all up with all these uh, shaggy memes? I actually do not know. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking this up right now because it's like it's been kind of bothering me. I'm like, what's with all the fucking shaggy memes? Yeah, he hasn't even used one percent of his power. Like I don't understand. Um, shaggy meme. Uh, oh, I should eliminate the H. But like you did say, uh, yes, yeah, Super Mario Bros. for the SNES was another huge one for me. That was probably the big one. But once, like when I got Scooby Doo, I remember my mom taking me t- literally to Toys R Us 
And I remember back then games still being $70. So my mom didn't buy me very many games. I'll say that. <laughs> but uh, I had a choice when I was there of two games. And I got Scooby-Doo and something else. Because I already had uh, Super Mario Bros. Which I played the ever little shit out of. And uh, you know now that I think of it. It might have been NHL. Oh yeah? Yeah, NHL for the SNES. I'm going to look that up. I think it was like NHL SNES. Let me look. <laughs> I'm just looking at the Shaggy. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. NHL th- uh, 94. Nice. Super Nintendo. Yeah, they, I remember playing the crap out of this game. Sorry, I kind of cut your story off there, but um, the, sh- the Shaggy, I'm just reading the Know Your Meme. Yeah. Um, Shaggy's power is a series of image image micro, uh, macros in Photoshop depicting the character Shaggy Rogers as a godlike being with immense power while initially stemming from Alter Instinct Shaggy. Images joking about the character using only a small percentage of his power to perform various incredible feats beginning trending within various meme th- uh, themed subreddits in January 2019. So the, I guess some guy wrote a book. Um, <laughs> in, uh, and he released it last year in April, and it was uh, titled Shaggy Rogers versus Medora Ichiya, and um, in which say Shaggy Rogers says this isn't even one percent of one percent of one percent of my power, kid. So that's interesting. Wow. Okay, that's kind of interesting. But you know, when I always pictured uh, Shaggy, I always pictured him as a stoner, and that's why his appetite was there. <laughs> How about some Scooby Snacks? Yeah, yeah, it's like munchy time, right? Like he's constantly just you know smoking in the back of that uh, the mystery machine, and <laughs> it's time for uh, some munchies. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, so the next question on Mister Dude's list here is uh, which is which is the hardest game you have ever played? And I know right now that Will's is Dark Souls. Yeah, it is. So I'm going to say it right off the bat. I, there's another game that's very close to it, and that would be Zelda, uh, the original Zelda number two. One I thought was hard, but two just fucking blew me out of the water. Like, I don't even think I've even beat the game ever. Yeah. But, yeah, between... uh, So, where Zelda is very fucking frustrating, Dark Souls is uh, a game that I threw a controller at the wall. Yeah. Yeah, so... They both have their merits. (laughs) I'm actually struggling to think about mine. Halo 2's up there. But, Halo uh, 2 is bad. Like it's one of those ones I could pull my hair out of, but it's not like the worst game ever. Like we no, still no, no. do it. It's not till we get into our like, oh, we're gonna try to speed run this or get this achievement. Then then I'm like, can we just call it a day? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I'm actually struggling hard with this one. Zelda 2 was pretty fucking hard though. Did you ever beat it? No. Oh, it's like maybe you have one up on me there, but no, fuck that game. <laughs> yeah, no, that game's too hard. I yeah, I can't think of uh, the game right now or any game right now that was the hardest I've ever played. What about frustrating? Like the, you beat it, but it was just well, Halo Two is fucking up there for frustrating, especially when you're playing solo legendary. Like fuck. oh, that was brutal. But yeah, like what else? There's got to be some other stuff. Come on. Um. Like, go back in the day, like, NES oh, yeah. games, SNES games, like, they were not built how we were now, so they, a lot of them were very frustrating. You make one wrong move, and that's game over. 
Yeah, no, dude, I'm, I'm blanking hard. The, I, I, as soon as you said Zelda, I just imagined that seventh dungeon with all the wizardrobes and the fucking, um, knuckles walking around everywhere, and you had to dodge all the wizardrobes shit while killing you, all the are, knuckles. Are you trying to give me, like, PTSD today? Fuck, dude, that Like, come on, I want to have a good night's sleep, like... <laughs> Ugh, that was so Ugh. hard. Like, and then you see a guy stream it, and he just, like, makes it look like it's not even a fucking challenge. Like, he's not even using 1% of his power. Like, fuck off. Yeah, but then you'll see the guys that are just trying to stream it for the hell of it, and then they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen those ones. Those are the guys that are usually in their 40s and streaming topless with, yep. like, a hairy chest, big belly. Yep. Advanced. They've got, like, one viewer. You're always like, well, I'm the second viewer now who's the guy that's been watching him all day <laughs> yep advance wars is pretty fucking frustrating especially um when you're playing single player and they basically make you start with fuck all and then the enemy starts with like six fucking factories and all this money and you're like okay i can only afford like an infantry dude and they're bringing fucking tanks in and you're like uh like fuck yeah it was super annoying yeah, there's, uh... It was still pretty fun, though. Yeah, no, Advance Wars was a lot of fun. My brother and I would, would literally... When we would go on a trip with our parents or whatever, like, camping, and we'd have to yeah. drive for, like, eight hours, we would literally start, like, a versus match, and it would, it would go on for three days. Like, three straight days of us just passing the thing back and forth. Yeah, I think your brother's told me some stories, too. Like, even when he was in high school, he went camping with some friends, and, like, all... They just passed it back and forth. Yeah. Cause uh, and then the f the four v four matchups were absolutely brutal. Cause it's like, do you do you team up with somebody <laughs> that takes somebody out? Because you couldn't take on all f all three by yourself. Because you you know they'd be coming in with their big army. Like I'm coming in on my huge strategic attack, and they actually have no idea what's going on because fog of war's on. And then you're so prepared for defending your base. You got like rockets and missiles set up everywhere. And like medium yeah, tanks yeah. hiding in the in the forests, like yeah. You're... Was, Advance Wars was a great game, very underrated in its time. I think it wasn't until now that it's like really become like a classic. Yeah, um... or they would have tried to push the franchise a lot more. But you know, talking about like Advance Wars, I'm going to give a shout out to another great game. I haven't played it in a while, but Tiny Metal. Yeah, I, I kind of want to finish that game too. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it the other day. It's a game I kind of want to go back to. It, it had a lot of promise, and it's definitely the advanced wars of our generation. I, I can probably play that on the plane ride over to New York. Brittany's not going to enjoy that. I don't really give a shit. I'm sitting in a fucking plane seat for five hours. <laughs> She's going to be talking to you the whole time. You're just going to have to nod your head like, yeah. I already no, yeah. I, I already have a plan. I already asked her what Netflix movie she wants to watch, and I'm going to put him on a stick and give her my laptop and give her the headphones and say, there you go, fuck off, game of playing Switch. Oof. Wow, you got this mapped out perfectly. Yeah, no, thinking ahead like always. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Three steps ahead. All right, you so probably even like picked your contingency if she doesn't want to watch a movie. <laughs> Be like, oh, I got music for you, babe. <laughs> oh, I got, I got a fucking uh, pocket full of uh, uh, Phoenix tears. <laughs> nice. Oh man, could you imagine her tripping out on the plane? No, because you literally, you'd probably be like escorted off the plane. That stuff's too strong. I think we talked about that on the podcast. We, we did, yeah. She'd be like, the plane's moving. I'd be like, yes, I know. Yeah, and next thing you know, <laughs> she'd like get up, try to like get off, and she'd be tackled to the ground by like someone. No, I'd be like, fasten your seatbelt. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so last question here, or no, second last question. If they remastered any game, which would you want? Well, this is a tough one. This a lot tough. of the games that I've always wanted remastered have already come back. I have one. Pokemon Snap. What the fuck, Nintendo? You dropped the fucking ball when the Wii U came out and you didn't release a fucking Pokemon Snap 2 or some shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, but now think about it. If they did Pokemon Snap, they've got like seven generations. Don't care. You waited too goddamn long for a sequel to that game that is so, like, talked about in the gaming world. Like, how do you not... They just keep re-releasing it. Like, it was on the Wii, it was on the Wii U. Uh, it's probably on the, the Switch store, is it? I haven't checked. Well, if it, it was re-released on the Wii U, they should have fucking made it for the Wii U because it was the perfect platform for it. You're going around on a fucking stupid cart. And yeah, no, it was still using, like, the GameCube uh, controllers. That's annoying. I know. they. It's a, it's a title, like, I think... I don't know. Did it sell well? Yeah, dude. Like, everybody and their fucking grandma's dog had, a, had Pokemon Snap for the 64. That's what I thought. So why is it not, like... Because at that time, the, uh, the Pokemon Snap came out. Was that not exactly when it launched, kind of beside the Special Edition Pikachu N64? Yeah, well, the Special Edition Pikachu 64 came with uh, Hey You Pikachu, which was a shit game. So you're going to give us a shit game like Hey You Pikachu. <laughs> and then a fucking sweet game like Pokemon Snap. And then you're going to give us shit games like Pokemon Revolution. Yeah. The one good thing Pokemon Snap had going for it was its replay value, because you couldn't always discover everything in one go. No, no, you couldn't. I'd pass something, I'd be like, oh, I know there's something there, I gotta throw a rock. <laughs> yeah, and, and especially the first playthrough, like, when you haven't played it for a while and you go back, and then you're like, um, you, you know, four or five stages in, you get, like, the apple. And you're like, oh my god, if I give the apple to Snorlax, maybe something will happen or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. or, you know, you, then when you finally get the Poke Flute, and you're like, oh... Like, holy shit yeah totally <laughs> this makes sense <laughs> see that that's a good game for the switch too mind you and yeah yeah because you could use gyro controls if you wanted but you could also use um just the thumbsticks or the the yeah, yeah. fuck you know what once i'm uh, we're done recording i'm gonna check the switch i want to see if it's on the store i doubt it they don't if have... it is, like, it's definitely what I'm going to be playing at work tomorrow. You can tell everyone that right now. I well, kind of want to go back. Fuck, I should just get my 64 out and fucking play it. Yeah, but the 64 ain't, like, compact. <laughs> Try taking that with you uh, while you're scouting, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Snap Switch. You have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Rodney? Like, I built a tent behind my, my truck, or my car. I've seen you do worse. So. Yeah. Where's Rodney playing fucking Fortnite in the back of his goddamn rental car? <laughs> that was actually pretty good and ingenious. <laughs> yeah. See, like, there's there's Reddits everywhere. Pokemon Snap 2. What, where the fuck's Pokemon Snap 2? Pokemon Snap for the Wii. Pokemon Snap for the Wii U. Pokemon Snap for the Switch. Like, what the fuck more do you need, Nintendo? We want Pokemon Snap 2. And the Switch definitely has the memory where they could make a Snap game big enough, like that could have all the generations of Pokemon, and you just have to go to, like, different regions. What if they're waiting for, like, Nintendo VR, and they're gonna just fucking blow our minds? Like, they're like, oh, our next system's ready. It's Nintendo VR. That would be VR. sweet, but yeah. do you really think Nintendo's gonna go the VR way? Well, you can pretty much do it with your Switch. You just gotta buy a headset, and just... That is true, but, that like, the Switch is heavy, man. Like, I'm not gonna have the Switch hanging from my head. This is true. Yeah. Unless I'm laying down, like... 
<laughs> and it's just like above me. But like, can you imagine sitting there while like your your neck would just be dead? <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Basically, this art, this thing on Google says uh, Pokemon Switch is one of the most eagerly anticipated Nintendo Switch games. It definitely is. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, they keep saying like we're gonna hear about it. Uh, I. Ooh, do you think we're? I think we're gonna get a Nintendo Direct soon. Like they haven't announced anything for uh, spring. Yeah, for sure. We'll be all over that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, uh, my Switch needs some new games. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's your um? What's your remastered game? What do you think? Uh, I'm still trying to think. Like Pokemon uh, Snap was definitely one that I would love to have remastered. But I also thought like Pokemon Bring Back Pokemon XD. Yeah. I loved like Coliseum, Stadium, and uh, uh, XD Gales of Darkness. I th- Though Gales of Darkness kind of made me feel shady. Like I was stealing Pokemon just as well as they were. <laughs> yeah, I think the next installment in the uh, main st- main series Pokemon games is going to be basically like that. I would imagine. I hope, like you know, if you go back to the GameCube, like the Pokemon on the GameCube with like XD and whatnot was. Very, very well done. Mark Mark would not agree. He would say that's last gen. It looks like shit. Yeah, yeah he would. Fuck Mark. <laughs> Fuck Mark. I hope Mark yeah. listens to this podcast. So he's a basic bitch. But then I have him playing Dragon Age Inquisition right now. And he's like, oh, this game's really good. And I was like, you know that game came out in 2010, right? And he's like, oh, oh no. The game's not good anymore. <laughs> But he's still playing. He's like, ah, it's still good. I was like, what happened to like not playing last gen games? He's like, this wasn't built for last gen. I was like, well, it came out last gen. <laughs> yeah, Mark's last gen. He's an old fuck. Sorry, Will. Well, it it wasn't last gen. It still came out on the newer consoles. Like it was made for Xbox One. It was made for PS4. But Mark considers anything that's not like two years or old or something. He's like, oh, this is last gen graphics. This is garbage. I think Mark would consider, like, um, Star uh, Battlefront, like, last gen. Like, garbage. Uh, well, we did play Battlefront 1, and we played 2, so I don't know. It's funny. We rag on Mark all the time. But, rightfully so, Mark. Yeah, he gives us reasons, too. That's his own fault. Yep. And he delayed the goddamn podcast again, the Sony versus PS. Or, sorry, the, the Sony versus Microsoft one. Yeah, which, well, he's promising it this week, so we'll have that hopefully released within the next decade. Yeah, so um, uh, we got this podcast coming out, obviously, uh, now, because you're listening to it, and uh, then we have uh, the JT Music one next Sunday, the following Sunday. Definitely pay attention to that one. That one is hot. That That one is fire. That one's, it's so good. We recorded it yesterday, but we delayed it, obviously. So, um, yeah, we're probably going to release the Sony versus PlayStation fucking... I said it again, for fuck's sakes. Uh, the Sony versus Microsoft podcast on the next Sunday, which is... Oh, my calendar is not the open. The 9th? Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyways, last question here from Eric before we sign off. He says, um, what to made us start the podcast on the live stream? Well, well yeah. How to, where did we start? pretty sure one day you're like you know i'd be interested in doing like a podcast and i'm like yeah that was pretty much it actually i think it was actually (laughs) it was like a spur of the moment thing we both like you know we've been working together now a while and we both love video games so that's kind of where our friendship grew 
And I think I just brought up one time while we were talking about podcasts, like, oh, yeah, I was listening to this this day. And, and then I was like, you know what? We should do a video game one. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think I saw I think I yeah, I like doing audio stuff, too. Like I did a lot of uh, my own personal music production and uh, I did voiceovers in the past. If you can't tell from my sexy fucking deep voice. Um, yeah, I did lots of auditions. Um, got a couple parts. Yeah, so I did. A lot, I've done lots of uh, on-air stuff, and Will was brand new to it. Yeah, so we knew what we had to. He, Rodney, knew what we had to do. I was new to it. Rodney's like, "Oh, we need this. We need this. We got to do this. We got to do this." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, go for it." <laughs> and yeah. we we changed. Like from episode one, we've added a lot of new equipment. Um, I think we've gotten better. We still sometimes like our biggest thing is ums. It yeah, just comes out of even, nowhere. Even still, like <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, it's I'll, very hard. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to the playback of the episodes, and like every time I say um or uh, you know, even right there, yeah. I just said it. I like want to slap myself. Yeah, anytime like I have to think of something, it's definitely like especially with these questions that are coming from Eric. Uh, there's a lot. Of, I think I'm using um a bit because it's what I say to when I have nothing to say, when I'm yeah, like, my brain's filler. trying to think. Yeah, it's a filler word, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not ha- trying to get there, like, silent, so it's like, mm, um, well, you know, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, going back to our, um, face, our, uh, our, um, our, um, slap. See, there hit, you hit go, myself. slap in the Jeez. face. <laughs> uh, Anthem Beta is here, visited, uh, yada, yada. <laughs> Eric uh, commented on this, and he said, you got in, played, what are your final thoughts? And I said, join tomorrow's podcast for the full reviews. And and then he said, looking forward to this one. And I replied, I said, we are recording your, your questions literally right now. Sorry, now. Now, 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 I now, missed, now, I, now, I missed now, the now. <laughs> oh, he, he said something witty. He said, I know I have ESPN. He said that was a shit joke. Yes, it was, Eric. You should be ashamed of yourself. Anyways, so... Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people have ESPN. <laughs> it's a sports channel. <laughs> you should have yeah. just put ESP, but maybe I'm thinking that there was like a spell correct there. <laughs> That's funny. So, um, you have... What else? Oh, yeah, the live stream. What made us want to start that? I think that was actually Mark's idea. Yeah, it was. He watches a lot of Twitch. He prefers to literally watch people play games than actually play them himself. <laughs> well, mind you, he when can he play games? He works the same hours we do. Yeah, but he can still, like, he's going to go home sick as he is, like, you know, throwing up all over the place today because he had some bad Quiznos last night that gave him some food poisoning. Um, um fuck. <laughs> Slap there your face. I just did. <laughs> And uh, he already told me, I was like, go to bed, get some rest. You know, you you already took the day off tomorrow. Just sleep in. We'll see you Wednesday because Mark and I are working at the same job site right now. And he's like, oh, I think I'm going to go home, play some video games. Like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, you're puking yeah. all over the place. Go to bed. It's coming out of both ends. <laughs> you know, he, he, he uh, like, I'd hate to throw Mark under the bus here, but this is funny. Like we haven't so he, already. Yeah. This is a little gross, too, but he's like told me he was taking a shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden he started throwing up so the first bit you know in his mouth swallowed good then he's like oh i can't do it so he, he's trying to like puke between his legs oh my god <laughs> didn't work so he's like okay well i'm just gonna have to turn my body and he put his head in the shit bowl <laughs> uh, uh. 
<laughs> I was like, man, that's... when you're this sick, like I prepare for it. If it's gonna come from both ends, have a puke bucket. <laughs> Dude, that is that is I I have thick skin and that's fucking nasty ass. That yeah. is that is brutal. I and don't even want to eat now. Like, our, these are our washrooms for work, which were supposed to be cleaned Monday or last Friday. They couldn't show up, so <laughs> they're I'm pretty gonna, nasty. I'm, gonna... I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh my Poor god. Poor Mark. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm throwing up thinking about that. That's some nasty shit. Oh yeah. So, you know, I told Mark go home, rest, and he's like, "No, man, I think I'm gonna go home, play a couple hours of video games. I'll probably go to bed around 11." I was like. See if he was a right, Nintendo if he was a Nintendo fanboy like us, he could sit on the toilet with a Switch. Anyways, I think that's it for us today. We should uh, <laughs> sign off. <laughs> sign off before I make everyone sick. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys, for joining us. And like I said, make sure you join us next week on the third for the JT Music Podcast. It's a good one. And the two guys, uh, John and Christian, are super cool. And we have a lot of good conversations. Very talented. Going. Very, very talented. Yeah, if you haven't checked out their page, you should definitely do so. JT Music on YouTube. And you can also find them on Spotify, JT Music. Uh, where it's, uh, the music videos are, are good, though. So, yeah. uh, Hey, before we sign off, one quick question, Rodney. We've been doing this now a year. This is our anniversary almost. Uh, what do we want to... Where do we want to go from here? You know, should... like, he didn't ask that, but it's a question in my head. Where are we going forward? Well, um... We should open a bar, I think. Well, yeah, we've talked about that. We both want to have a film industry. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of want a life back. Video game bar would be cool, I think. Yeah. But uh, that would be a lot of work that we don't have the time for currently. Um, but it is it is in our plans. So yeah, that yeah. could be something, you know, that could be up there in the next two years. But in with our podcast, where do we want to go? Uh, I definitely want to get some more interviews this year. My ultimate goal is to interview... Reggie right. Filame. <clears throat> I knew that was coming. Yep. <laughs> uh, def- yeah. Def- so JT Music is kind of the first milestone for us because it's the first interview with someone who makes more money than us. Oh, and, yeah. They yeah. rely on their videos. They put out one a week, which is always great quality, and they have 2.5 million subscribers. So yeah, good. very stuff. impressive, guys. So, yeah, uh, like I said, more interviews for sure. And I definitely want to be able to make more videos for a YouTube con- uh, YouTube channel because uh, we started. Yeah. yeah, last year we started this podcast, and that's all we were focusing on. We may may have done like one or two videos every so often, but we need to be able to maintain and release content consistently. Uh, I agree. Uh, also, I think maybe streaming more, but with our job, like I said, very hard. Maybe I, I just have to upgrade, update my internet so I can uh, stream for you guys without lag. And that's coming up soon as well. So you're going to have to... I'll be streaming under VGN Banner as well. I don't know if it'll be under our normal account or I'll create another one. All depends who's streaming that day. But uh, yeah, I think we got to stream a little more, you know, maybe on the weekends. Bring in a bigger f- a fan base. Yes, and... Uh... I, we should honestly expand the team because we started with three and now it's just the two of us because Mark Yeah, Cole, Cole's with us periodically. He works really hard. Um, he works as a TAD with, or third AD, so he's always with the directors and the assistant directors and his life sucks. Yeah, he hates it. He wants out so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so enough sap story. Um, we'll figure out how to expand our team and maybe you can join the Video Games Now family and help us create some content. And with that... Definitely uh, want some more journalists. Yes. You like writing articles for websites? 
Email Hit us. us up. Yeah, videogamesnowinfo at gmail.com. Send us an email. And uh, if you want to let us know what you thought of the show today, join us on our website, videogamesnow.ca, and you can find the links to all of our social media outlets. And ask questions like Eric. Go watch ESPN, Eric. We're done. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening for a year, and uh, we're only getting started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.